It's the near future. Two intrepid explorers of history have been tasked by the Great Council, probably, to go back through the archives of history and cut out the chuff. Go ahead, please take it from here. The cloud is nearly full, and with only 1% of memory space left, what will make the cut? Nearing the cash. An edit of history's hard drive. What did you bring for lunch? So, I mean, it's like a gelatin. Uh-huh. But it's, like, got stuff in it, like, suspended in it. Yeah. Um, It's just kind of a collection of, like, motion chunks, kind of, like, in the... <laughs> Do you make it at gelatin. home or did you pick it up somewhere? Like, no, at I've, a conference or... I actually like, found it. I was like commuting. I had my lunchbox, and then like I heard like a yeah. little voice, and it was like, "Hey!" I was like, "What the?" I looked, and, and there, there was, it was. No, there was like a brick in the wall that was like missing next to me, and I was like, "What the hell?" And then it it like extruded out, and yeah. then it was like, "Give yeah. me the lunchbox. You took my jelly. Give me the lunchbox." I was like, "What the hell?" So then I like slid. It fit perfectly. I slid right. my lunchbox into the hole, and then I heard the sound of like a jackpot, and like like wet feet slapping away yeah yeah into the distance but now i have the jelly for lunch i haven't tried it okay cool well i hope it's delicious and nutritious yeah we can like split it okay i'd love that it's cool that's so cool oh hi (laughs) (laughs) hello and welcome to clearing the cache an edit of humanity's history hard drive my name is zachy hennessy and i am the clerk of chronicles and i'm the arbiter of archives rebecca chariton we're workers for the Ministry of Cultural Memory, and we've been tasked with reviewing the entirety of Manny's history hard drive. The Triple HD is almost full, so we're reviewing every day of the calendar and comparing historic events, decide what gets to stay and what goes away. But you, of course, already know that. Yeah, Jackie. I mean... It's what we do every day. It's just every day, day we're in, here. day out, man. It's just, inescapable, except for when I go home every day at like 8. Right. It's a late day. Yeah, it's a late day. But, you know, somebody's got to do it. Someone has got to do it, and... We are those someones. Yeah. yeah. Oh, speaking of, here's the here's the work. It's right. You got here. your first tube. I got my I got my first tube of the day. Actually, it's I'm having a little problem uh, unscrewing it here. Hold on. Oh, that's a good one. Oh wait. Oh. oh it's, it's got like little crunchies in it. That's interesting. Well, there are always these damn tubes. They're there's something There's wrong. There's always some kind of surprise. I think it's There's has a something textural thing that isn't. It goes through many out. other departments before it gets to us, so I can only imagine. You know, it goes on a full journey until it ends up on our desk. Okay, well, that's I mean, my assumption. That kind of gives it a little bit of like a like a like an acquired history thing, and I'm a history guy. You know me. I know you. Um, okay, so let's let's pop We've this met. open here. This just starts with a one line. Just one sentence scrawled at the top in like, in like, papyrus font. Practically, it says. Uh, That's very ancient. It says January fourth, eighteen sixty three. Four wheeled roller skates patented by James Plimpton of New York. Wow. That's interesting. Oh, okay. Hold on. I'm unfolding it. That's the sound of pills in a bottle. I'm unfolding that's the tube. it. Yeah, that's the tube. I'm unfolding it. It, it says here, um, oh, it's a, it's a little history of uh, the roller skate from the Encyclopedia Britannica. 
That's interesting. Let's uh, let's let's read here and, and see what the council wanted us to, to look over here. Incredible. It, it says the first practical roller skate was designed in 1863 by James Plimpton of Medford, Massachusetts, who broke from the inline construction and used two parallel sets of wheels, one set near the heel of the boot and the other near the front. He attached the wheel pairs to the boot using springy carriages known as trucks. So, uh. That's off, kind of the off know. the bat. I am shocked by the year, eighteen sixty three. That is that's people like, were still cowboys. I mean, there was like the whole civil war in America simultaneously. Well, my man Jimmy Plimpton is up here <laughs> like I could put wheels on shoes. So that's just kind of interesting. I do like the idea that that they did exist beforehand. Uh, but they just weren't good. Like the the truck yeah. is really kind of what did it. And then you know, and, and you're a skateboarder, so you'd know mm-hmm. yeah. that the truck is actually Since one of the birth. fundamental parts of the uh, skateboard. Right. Right. Yeah, it is. The truck part is the most important part. It's the part that helps with movement and the yeah, inertia. And what are the other parts of the skateboard? Um. Well, you have the board. That's true. Yeah. You have the trucks. Yes. You have um, screws. Where is the... You have feet. I consider my feet a part of the skateboard because when I skateboard, I become one with the board. That's so gnarly. That's so cool. It is gnarly, dude. Thanks for mentioning it. Oh, my God. Thank you for noticing how gnarly it is. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that um, up. Okay, so let's, uh, let's, let's push okay. on a little bit here. Uh, Encyclopedia Britann- Britannica reads, this construction, that's uh, you know one set up front, one set in the back with the trucks, was first known as the quote-unquote rocking skate and is now known as a quad because it allowed the skater to easily shift on the skates in order to smoothly navigate turns and perform other maneuvers. Thereafter, the first great recreational roller skating craze swept the United States and Western Europe where rinks were built in both small towns and large cities. And at the turn of the 20th century, rinks constructed in the Chicago Coliseum and New York City's Madison Square Garden attracted thousands of customers on their opening nights. The quad style of skate became the most popular skate for the next 80 years. That's amazing. That's super interesting. Imagine that. For reals. What if there was like a garbage version of something that was meant to be fun and then Uh you were like, what if I just, and then you just did an idea. Yeah. And then people were like, okay, next hundred years, that's it. You did it. Yeah. Nailed it. And that became a huge part of like I, at least I could speak for the U.S. culturally, like the four wheel skater. I think about roller rinks and roller derby. Yeah, roller it's like what derby if and... what if you were like I'm gonna do a hula hoop better by mm-hmm. um, putting like peas inside of it, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. people are and that'll make it better. Right. To make my analogy track, and then it does so well that people start doing it quickly and violently against other hula hoopers in a circle mm. and it's hula hoop derby and it absolutely it's a craze that just sweeps the nation yeah for in like the 50s and then in like the 80s yeah which who knows when those will i be. mean that would be really cool yeah that would be cool That's that, really... that was my whole story like wouldn't <laughs> that be cool yeah i'm fascinated by you know we don't really understand the ways in which the council works and their mysterious and powerful and knowledgeable ways what an interesting little tidbit of history to send our way. Yeah, I think that it's, it's, it's actually quite something. 
Um, I'll read. Uh, there's there's one little a- a- addendum here at the at the end. It says Plimpton's what a name. Plimpton's quad skates were soon followed by other technological improvements. In the 1880s, ball bearings were added to the wheel construction, allowing for a smoother ride. Love a ball bearing. Love bearing balls. Yes. I do it every day. Toe stops for braking were introduced as early as the 1850s. However, the large rubber toe stop for quad skates was not widely used until the 1950s, so perish the thought, Rebecca. How were they stopping up until then? Well, I'm glad you asked. Heel stops were introduced with some of the earliest roller skates, but were perfected only with the reemergence of inline skates in the 1980s. As well, in the 60s, they went from wooden uh, or metal wheels to the polyurethane plastic wheels that uh, we, we know and love today. Fascinating. You know, the ones that they feel really painful when your brother hits you in the head with them. Yeah, I'm familiar. It's what I like to wear exclusively on the weekends. When oh, I yeah. S- when I skateboard. Wow. Yeah. That's like an added. So really, so you're saying that you're roller skateboarding. I'm, I'm, ro- I'm roller skate boarding. Correct. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's what, that's just, I mean, it's just what I've done since I was little. Really? Yeah. Like ever, you were a little kid. And yeah, ever since I could walk. Wow. It just came to me really naturally. You were like, oh man, I'm sitting, like I'm holding up my head on my own. Now mm-hmm. I can walk. Where are my roller skates? Where mm-hmm. is my skateboard? Well, my first pair of shoes were actually roller skates. That's amazing. I mean, this isn't about me, though. Yeah, Not I mean, fine. So me. I, I don't mean to pry. That's fine. I'll let you, let's, you know, you can... Put that in your autobiography or whatever. But uh, so anyways, yeah, I thought I thought that was a, a kind of a cool story. Uh, huge ups, big ups to the council for that one. You know, uh, I think it's it's just oh, kind of a I'm getting a green light coming in, a green light Look. coming in. Yeah, that was the I get a little green light that comes on when my tube comes in. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so innovative. Yeah. It's that weird way I that, know it's coming. Like yours, we, we, yours we is sit really, literally inches away from yeah, each other. Yours but. is noisy and upsetting, and mine is just really, like, streamlined and, like, quiet, and a little green light comes on. That's when I know I have a tube. That's okay. I got to. You got to talk to someone about that. Probably. You should probably talk to talk someone about your tube. in HR about my, <laughs> about your tube. my tube. And your tube issues. Okay. Well, I think we should explore my tube. Let's see what we got. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I choked on water because it had like some chunks. particles in it. Yeah, some chunks were in the water <laughs> from your lunch. Um, okay, let me open this up here. Oh, what's in there? Um, there's some jelly beans. And there's always candy in these suckers, <laughs> man. What a nice treat! Well, you know, what we've discovered ca- is that as it goes from person to person. <laughs> Everybody's just putting in a little. Here's a little candy. It starts here's at the council. Little... I think it goes to the editors. I think eventually the cafe, maybe the cafeteria is where the candy gets involved. I understand. But I'm not really sure. I don't know why, but I do know that it does go through the cafeteria. <laughs> yeah. And they get their hands on it first. Yeah. Yeah. Which you'd think would be something to cut out in terms of like logistics and, and like, you know. I'm not complaining efficiency. about the candy. I'm just, it's just interesting. Okay, sure. Yeah, that's so, how I feel about it. Okay. Wh- what do you got here? Let me unfurl this. Let's see what I have here. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Today we are doing January 4th. This is from the writers of the Iowa Almanac. Let's get into it. The Iowa Almanac? Yes. 
Is there an almanac for every state? Um, it could be. I'm not sure anymore now that we live in Pangea and states don't exist, but maybe in the past there were. Wow. Something to look at. Something to look into. Yeah. Um, all right. We have a story here. Let's get into it. Dr. William West Grant had a distinguished medical career. He was a U.S. Army Medical Corps major during World War I, served as Colorado's Surgeon General, and was elected president of seven different medical societies. However, Dr. Grant's greatest claim to fame came before that, on January 4th, 1885. A little bit of mystery. I'm going to guess. Setup. He, yeah, can you set up? Can you he, guess? Based on his name alone, he found a cool thing that gorillas can do with their hands. If humans are a form of gorilla, then you are correct. Wow. In a sense. Okay, so let's then re- not at all. <laughs> let's read on. On January 4th, 1885, Dr. Grant performed the first successful appendectomy on Mary Gartside of Davenport, Iowa, a 22-year-old school teacher, according to Stein. She had a sharp pain in her gut and was near death. Dr. Grant's diagnosis was that Mary was suffering from acute appendicitis. That's something funny. No, it's a medical concern for sure. I just love that the the actual the way that they've written it in the ver in the fucking almanac is like she had a sharp pain deep in her gut. Yep, I don't know where it could, we know where the <laughs> appendix is, but we it's just somewhere in the somewhere gut. Somewhere in the gut. You know. I just open it up and poke around. Yeah. Dr. Grant's diagnosis. When was this? Sorry, what year? 1885. So then it was, may as well open her up and poke around. It's only a woman. What's the worst that could happen? (laughs) Dr. Grant's diagnosis was that Mary was suffering from acute appendicitis, which was almost always deadly since there was no known treatment. Dr. Grant administered anesthesia and cut into Mary's side. So that was like back in the days where it was like, oh no, I have a really... It's just gas. It'll tummy. go away. And then you're like, ah, and then you think that you've died of a fart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was back when farts and flatulence and dead in general were de- like potentially that's like, deadly. That's like not, that's a step before silent, but deadly. It's like not even out <laughs> and deadly yeah. as far as you're aware. Cause you don't know. Yeah. What's an appendix? It's, it's, I just say, oh, my you don't gut, know. You, it's, know? you got a gut. That's, that's, a, that's all you know about that. No. Yeah. Uh, he found the infected appendix and removed it. Mary made a full recovery. <laughs> okay, sorry. I, I'm, it's, I'm just stopping you every other moment here. But he found. He was just. Put, he, I, he really literally like he was just looking around in poked. there. He was like, Mary, I have bad news for you. You're probably not going to make it. So open up. Uh, <laughs> Zoop. And then well, he just if, unzipped if her tummy. at that tummy. point, it's kind of like an assured death or let's poke around and maybe that will help but that's kind of like that's what's being weighed when you're making a medical decision in 1885 wow that's beautiful 1885 also by the way that is the year that uh, marty mcfly went back in time in the delorean in order to 1885 yes he went back to 1885 and back to the future part three in order to save doc brown who he believed was stuck in the past but really doc brown spoilers had just chosen Spoiler. to live out his life as a blacksmith in 1885, and then he fell in love with Claire Barton. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch that one. It's a good one. I had my first kiss to that one. You know that? Wow. Yeah. That's so cute. It was horrible. Horrible. Oh, it's not. Yeah. Uh, okay. Pers- nice. I mean, it was fine. It was like, it was a comical, but, you know, it was just very pursed lips on my part and not yeah. on the other part. 
well that's the first like your first kiss is you're just face smashing not knowing tell you what, what whichever doing. story we <laughs> choose to delete let's throw in the story of my first kiss as well and we'll just if we're gonna right, if we're right gonna keep there. it in there then i think you're gonna have to tell it in much greater detail no, I'm saying we get rid of it entirely. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Just I understand. Nip it in the bud. Okay, Unless you I'm think that's going to like mess with my memory of Back to the Future Part 3 cuz I can't risk that. Well, it's not going to erase your memory. We're just erasing it from the hard drive. That's true. So I've forgotten the premise of of our own show. <laughs> of our own work that we do here at the ministry. Yeah. Um in that case, I think it's okay. I think that we need to make big cuts somewhere i think we're trying to save space and whatever sacrifices you are willing to make on a personal level is really commendable thank you is how i feel about it uh a little bit more here in the iowa almanac it was a first successful appendectomy in medical history according to stein some have quibbled about the exact nature of the procedure people have wondered did dr grant remove the organ or merely tie off the inflamed appendix the rest of the body all that 22-year-old Mary Gartside and her family knew is that the young teacher was saved from a formerly fatal disease thanks to Dr. William Gart performing the first appendectomy in Davenport, Iowa on January 4th, 1885. Okay. There's something there. There's something there. I'm, I... If you had to boil this one down, mm-hmm. give me like your bullet points for this story and then we'll circle back and I'll, I'll give mine and then we'll, we'll be able to meditate on it a little further. January 4th, 1885, first successful appendectomy performed. Um, I mean, that's the title. Yeah, like theme-wise. Like what theme, are you feeling theme like in wise, terms of I'm themes? Theme-wise, I'm feeling that... Also, I just want to point... I'm sorry. I just want to point please, out... go ahead. What's his name? Uh, Dr. Grant. There's a high probability he could have done that wearing roller skates. There's a high probability because that shit came say. out twenty years prior. He could have been like, so when when you know, maybe he and Mary were uh, romantically involved and they met at the rink. Oh my gosh, you're really reading into this here. Yeah, wouldn't that be kind of fun? Just a 22 year old school teacher and a highly decorated medical war general hanging out the rink. Ooh, with their little, skates they're eating they're drinking what are they drinking cream sodas right uh yeah and then also and she's like, Ooh, my tummy hurts and he's like oh no i'm so sorry is it, is it a fart? are you okay is there something wrong with your like Gut? vagina or whatever <laughs> do you have hysteria yeah is it <laughs> are you a hysterical woman <laughs> okay i know just the thing come to my house <laughs> You're gonna die unless you let me <laughs> cut you open. It's a real, it's a real do do and die or don't do it and die anyway. So what year were were the was the rulers were the rulers? Eighteen sixty three. Eighteen sixty three, and we're talking here about eighteen eighty five. So there's plenty little, of time for it to take off. I I think that your um additional flavorful details that you're adding here are. At the very reasonable. least, at the very least, Mary has a knowledge of roller skates as she's being cut open and dug around. Absolutely, in. I mean, she's twenty-two. She's like a fresh, oh, she's young hip. face. She's, with she's it. cool. She's with it. She knows. She's a school teacher. She knows what the kids are into. Yes. Um, oh, the kids. They love roller skating. They won't skating. stop roller skating. She can't get them can't to stop. get them to take them off. She says, kids, sit down. They don't do it. She it's hits like, them William, with a ruler. Go to she bed. says, no, she hits them with a ruler so many times. Oh, my it's God. It's 1885. <laughs> and then they're like, ah. Oh. They're like, oh, no, here's an apple, teacher. She's like, thank you. Yeah. 
Um, I'm feeling like between these two stories that what I, well, we know that the whole premise here as well is that our stories have yeah I ultimately mean, thematically there is some kind of connection for us to divine and understand right. we need what, to parse out kind of the council's will in selecting these two stories for yes us. so i'm seeing a story ultimately about invention it's a yeah. story of the invention of the appendectomy the yeah. invention of the uh roller skates Yes. Um, or the improvement. Rather, okay, I'm going to refine my idea. It's the it's the scientific method. It's the improvement of what was already existed. It's the first successful it's, appendectomy. Perhaps one might say it is a a story, two stories of innovation. Yes. Uh, and that's good. So one of them, you know, innovated a fun way to have a lot of fun on uh, wheel shoes, and the other one is a fun way to have fun. Um, not dying yeah. of a balloon exploding in your stomach. And thus being able to continue being on wheel shoes. Yes. Yes. Okay, so then let's, hold on. I love it. I want to cook on it for half a second. Great. And speaking of cook, I actually, this is crazy. You know, last week there was a whole mishap and I dropped, I was on the way to karaoke. I'd printed out my lyric sheets. Uh huh. And I was also at the same time I was carrying my Mimi's cookbook. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't you know? I'm it, familiar. I tripped. I dropped them both into the paper shredder, and I've 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 tried to reconstruct my karaoke lyrics for tonight because <clears throat> I'm just Such so excited. A doozy. Um, but uh, that brings us to uh, a little segment of our workday that I like to call uh, Steely Dan or Mimi's Flan, and uh, this is the part of uh, our our little session here where you need to help me find the food items uh, that are hidden within uh, these lyrics to a popular uh, song from 1975, I think. Okay. I'm here uh, for you. Let's just bust in. We're uh, straight into the chorus, okay? It goes, <clears throat> Chinese music under onion trees. Here at the food ranch, above the pea, Asia, when all my lime dancing is through, I run to you. Dude. Okay, my turn? Yeah, like, could you find, did you find any? Okay, off the bat. Yes. I heard an onion. You know what? You're right. That's here. <laughs> I heard food. Yeah, here at the food ranch. Food ranch. No, that should be dude ranch. I'm almost sure. I'm not a hundred percent sure. You never but really like, can know with Mr. Steely and Dan. Um, <clears throat> I think I heard a P, as yeah, in a P, P, like the legume. Mm-hmm. Yes. What should that have been? That should be C. I'm almost sure. Again, I'm a big Steely Dan fan, and. You're a stan. It's uh, it's nearly impossible to know stan, their lyrics. Stan. Yeah, I'm a Steely Dan fan, Stan. <laughs> um, Man, myself. Lime. Lime. Yeah, all my lime dancing is through. Which should have been line. No, dancing? it's actually all my dime dancing, dime dancing. is through. I thought I assume lime like di- uh, 
line dancing like at the ranch like cowboys now that would make a lot of sense but steely oh you can tell this is a steely one by the so way he, twists and he turns. wrote this one so many yeah okay so now i think i've got it all kind of <laughs> sorted out thank you for your do you need help. some glue and tape to fix that up i actually have a, a method that i do where i just lick it oh like that a works stamp, you kinda. do you do have really sticky spit that's that's what everyone the office says about you who says that about me I don't know. People just say like you hear it in the break room, like oh, you know Zachy and this. I've never heard that in the so break room. Sticky. That's crazy. I, yeah. I, like people aren't talking about that when I'm in there. Right. Yeah. I people will... are usually just like, hey, oh, it's so yeah. good to see you. Yeah. Oh, hey, Zachy's here. Oh, hey, guys, Zachy's well, here. Well, they, they asked me to say something. I'm trying to be respectful about it. I just like I think you should get checked out. Like I don't, I don't know if you've ever spoken to a doctor about it or. Okay, well, if anyone's I, ever brought this up to you or after your first kiss if it came up or <laughs> I just need to file the paperwork for that. That's fine. Uh okay, but that's that's great. I feel like, okay, yeah, I feel but, like we but just helped did, me immensely. Yeah, I feel like we did some really great work on the cookbook. Okay, so slash steely down lyrics for karaoke. You do a lot of karaoke, by the way. I love karaoke. I, I'm oh my god, that. you can't You also pull me away seem to it. love acapella karaoke, which is arguably the hardest Form. yeah oh i just go out it's like a rap battle on the street yeah <clears throat> yeah you just kind of go it's like doing karaoke in your imagination because you don't have the music i got so much going on in my head it's mm -hmm. like so many session performers like doing their absolute best takes really in cool. my mind as i'm singing <clears throat> good so. for you I'm yeah happy you know for you. I'm, you know i'm just gifted to be able to imagine it so well um so circling back, I think we have two yeah. cool stories, right? We, we, we mentioned these to two stories of innovation. I'm just going to piggyback off of that. Yeah. Um, we have these two stories, and I think that we should <laughs> yeah. come to some decisions about what is going to be. Yeah, I was thinking, this, I was thinking the same thing. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> wait, this, Jesus Christ. Um, it's so mean. <laughs> it wasn't ready. Okay. <laughs> So, anyways, some aggressive office antics. So we have these two My stories. <laughs> wow, you've been practicing. Wow, you've really been getting your steps in on the old. He said, she said. Yeah. Wow. Um, he, he said, she said, they said. Yeah. We said. We all did say. <laughs> yeah. So, what are you feeling? Where's Where's your gut lie? Bless Excuse you. me. Excuse me. Bless you. Um. Well, I'm thinking that if it were not for, you know, the first appendectomy, uh, I think that that's really significant in a medical sense. I think that it's gone from being something that was fatal to something that can be fixed with a real lickety split stitch. Just in and out. Yeah, just a really quick, like, you could just go to the clinic and get it done these days. You walk days. through, the door doesn't close before you're already on the way out yeah. of it. Yeah. That being said... What is there to live for but fun? But the thrill joy. Of, of speed. The thrill of speed and wheels and skating. And Honestly, when it just comes down to it. Um, I mean. Is there anything better? I, I don't think. I mean, that is if I could be doing anything in the world right now, I'd be skating. So what you're suggesting <laughs> is. What exactly what you're suggesting is. Yeah. The following statement. Yeah. It is better to die a painful, 
gut balloon related death <laughs> than mm-hmm. to live a life without four wheels on each foot. Skating is life, bro. Wow. Yeah, I think I think it's all. In, in my opinion, I'm fully I'm fully with you. Sorry, Mary. Sorry. <laughs> you know. See ya. See ya. Because, anyways, you know, later on in time, you, you can kind of uh, negotiate your way out of it too. Because later on in time, people are poking around in the gut a lot more, and it's at the point where they, at this point, mm-hmm. they found everything in there. Yeah, at this point, the gut is fully Even documented if they, territory. If they never found the damn appendix, they'd be like, "There's a big appendix." <laughs> <clears throat> what did What's I say? It? Appendix. <laughs> what appendix? Appendix. What? Is that a word? <laughs> Appendix has an appendicitis. No, oh, you know what it is? It's that a, 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 one appendix, two appendices. Yeah. So then I've taken two appendices and just removed the yes the E's. It's That's appendix. okay. Anyways, so it, <laughs> at the point where you've mapped out the whole gut, mm-hmm. like there's gonna except for the appendix, there's just yeah. gonna be like a big black spot on there. You'd be like, okay, well, what's this weird appendix shaped? It's like a bl- hole the black the hole of the gut. Right, and then people will be like, okay, well, we know that, you know, people die of farts when, and we can't discover anything else in the gut. It must be this spot. They'll figure it out eventually. That's my point. They'll get it either way, and, you know, we're not, again, we're not erasing the discovery. No, I just It's think, just a uh, matter of what ultimately does humanity in the future need to know. Yeah. That's and what I, think that I like the future that we're tailoring. When we're thinking sure. about January 4th going forward, what do we want to be thinking about? Jimmy Plimpton. What do the people need to know about? Jimmy Plimpton and his magic wheelie shoes. <laughs> yeah. His I really think. wheelie shoes. <laughs> his really wheelie. Steely dealy. Steely. Steely. So true. Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so uh, so okay, let me we'll just package uh, that up. Yeah, let me process let me just uh, send this up in the in in the tube that goes back because I I've got that. Do you have that in yours? A, a backing track tube. Yes. No, I actually have to go down three flights of stairs to the back office and then take the escalator to the uh, adjacent building in order to deal with my tube. So I need to. That's so funny. That's I weird. need to talk to someone about. Oh, but that. it's cool. You have a light. I love your light. Yeah. So. You know, there's that. Um, I'm going to send this up through the tube cool. and just uh, request that they delete it. Incredible. So uh, by your calculations, how many, uh, how much space have we saved on the, on the Triple HD with that one? Um, at least one munchkin. Wow. One whole one? Yeah. This one was a hefty one, man. That was a big I one. I know that it, was, it seemed fun and lighthearted, but to delete a pandectomy, um, it actually was taking up a lot of space. And that's a sign that we've done something right, I think. Yeah. In the past, I think the things that we've deleted have been, haha, the past, have been things we've been deleted that I felt that they were not a lot of space, but not too little. This one is a lot. Yeah. This was significant. A lot of this impact. was, this really is really bold stories were Titanic. It's, <laughs> they're slugging it it's out in the days rain. days like this where you feel proud to do what you do. Amen, you know? sister. Amen. Yeah. And uh, I think with that, we can, we can head to lunchtime and uh, with a, with a hearty, I've been dying to taste your chunks. I'll hit you with a hearty skater die. All right. Yeah. We'll see you there. Do you skater die at the same time? Yeah. Okay, ready? One, two, two, three. three. Skater, skater die. die. All right, let's put let's this uh, jelly. Let's hit it. <laughs>
Oh shit, hold on. I messed it up. 